Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and today I am joined by Jamie. Hello. And our very first guest star, my fiance, Subi. Hello, I'm Subi. Longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> um, this is true. Subi is our most loyal listener. Yep. He is. I mean, it has nothing to do with the fact that he loves me. <laughs> Not at all. Hit me up on Twitter at TL underscore PCAST. <laughs> that is Subi's other podcast. He's yeah. going off rails a little yeah. bit here. Threat level um, podcast at gmail.com. All right, I'm done. I'm done. And, uh, I've, I've said my piece. So. Yeah. And the uh, exciting thing is that today Subi's joining us not just for randomness, but because right. he chose our Netflix original today. Oh, you Which see. proves that if you make a request, we will honor it. <laughs> and we will invite you. We'll invite you to be part of the show. show. <laughs> we'll let you call in. You don't even have to be here in person like he is. It's true. But we'll since in. this was your idea, why don't you tell us what we're talking about today? Uh, we're talking about the uh, Netflix original, uh, The Ballad of Buster Scrooge. And what made you think that this would be a good show for us to, to do? Uh, so it's it's a movie directed by the Coen brothers. They're like this famous uh, directing duo. They've directed like these, a lot of like really like some of the most, some of the best and most original movies of the last like 20, 30 years. Were they the brothers who first flew airplanes? Yes. Those are the right brothers. So, like, they directed No Country for Old Men, uh, The Big Lebowski, Fargo, and, like, a bunch of other movies. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> yeah. Very so, good stuff. All right. Um, so, this, I think, is definitely the most interesting layout of a movie we've ever done on NNO before. Um, it's six Kind of, kind of like if you were to pick up a sh short story book and how each short story might be 20 pages or so long, and then the next short story <clears throat> is completely different. It's not related to the first story at all. That's kind of how this book is. It's like six short stories that don't really interconnect at all with each other other than they take place in like the same time yeah, period. Yeah, but they're like some thematic similarities. But like the characters themselves yeah. don't relate. <clears throat> they're not, there's no crossover with right, characters right. or even like locations or anything like that. <clears throat> Like the themes and the time period, uh, you know, they mm -hmm. tie them together in that way, but the stories themselves are separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I think a good starting off question would be out of the six short stories or vignettes or whatever you want to call them, Ooh. which did you prefer? Which was your favorite? Um, I, I have two that I liked a lot. I liked the gal who got rattled, yeah. but I think my favorite was the Ballad of Buster Scruggs <laughs> <laughs> because it's just so ridiculous. And also, like when we first started watching it, I didn't realize that the layout was six separate stories. Uh, so, like mm -hmm. fifteen minutes into the story, what appared to me to be the main character dies. Right. <laughs> like, what the hell? Well, you're misled. And then, then he like floats off up into the sky, <laughs> playing a harp. Well, and you're mis I, It is misleading because the title of the film is "The Bell right. of Buster Scruggs." Yeah. Right, and which is that's also the name of the first mm -hmm. short story in the film yeah but i think that buster scruggs is like my favorite character out of all of them because he's <laughs> oh. just so ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so i think that one was my favorite for that reason yeah what about you yeah. Sue? i think my favorite one was the gal who got rattled that was really good too yeah, yeah. that one was great and it was just oh, so sad yeah, yeah. 
That's the thing. I, I found that one to be pretty sad. So it was a contender up until the end for one of my favorites. Uh -huh. and I, <laughs> I kind of have to say that I like All Gold Canyon with okay. Tom Waits. Like, I feel like that's like the only one that has a semi-happy ending. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like all the rest are like, all right, you die. <laughs> yeah. But like that one kind of maybe he doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. Although admittedly, like, you know, in the ballad of Buster Scruggs, the first short story, I mean, it's he dies, but it's not unhappy. He's like right. singing and, <laughs> you know, he's kind of like, oh, yeah, hit me. Good job. Good job. <laughs> and then he like just sings off. His like spirit comes out of his body and he like floats up into the sky singing about how eventually you'll be outgunned by uh -huh. a faster man. But then yeah. you get to go home. <laughs> right. And like he, he just like he he thinks like, you know, you'll even like in heaven or the afterlife, he won't understand like it seems like this whole book is concerned with like morality and yeah. like why people do the things they do yeah. and why they are the way they are and it's like even in the afterlife uh buster he won't he won't understand what what it all meant but yeah. they'll just you know they'll just shake their heads about all that happened in the in the before here or whatever yeah called it. yeah <clears throat> the the, bef the before the here before to now. do or something <laughs> yeah yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting that we are led with the imagery to assume that he is heading to heaven, despite yeah. the fact that he's like, you know, a murderer. killed a number of different people. Granted, I guess they were outlaws, but mm -hmm. I guess <laughs> but murder I mean, doesn't matter. I don't know that everyone he's ever killed was an outlaw because he is also an outlaw who's wanted dead right. or alive. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> the Perhaps he has killed some innocent as well. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I did like that out of all of the the short stories, I think his gave the most like quote worthy material. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I didn't even write down hard like only one thing that he said because I'm just like I want to write down everything. That yeah. Okay. Exactly. So long. Yeah, I started just doing like that. Gold. Yeah. yeah, I started doing it and I was like I need to stop. This is ridiculous. <laughs> The first half of your notes are all just Buster Shrugs, Scruggs. <laughs> Keep wanting to call him Buster Shrugs. <laughs> Buster Shrugs, Shrugs. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> everything he says. And the only thing I did write down was pause for reflection. <laughs> After he shoots someone. like, And see, that's, that's one of the really interesting things about this movie. In addition to like the short story layout it's also like the way it's filmed yeah. reminds me of like a play like a theatrical performance and all that there's of them like, or just the first one the first like kind of all of them in a way but definitely, definitely the, first, the first like one. three um even it's like the the minimal scenery like there's just a house <laughs> um <laughs> barren land kind of like what you would have as a prop on a stage kind of thing just like what you need so like and then it's kind of filmed in like a very theatrical way too mm in my opinion mm. not so much like the um old gold canyon and the girl who got rattled those two were a bit different but the other four i thought were filmed more theatrically okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely all very bare bones which is yeah which is nice yeah so um which just... one was your favorite jamie oh yeah jamie mine was the old gold canyon one Oh, oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. What was your reasoning? Uh, the reason I really like this one is because it does have a happy ending in, a, in as far as we can understand, I guess, or know what's going to happen afterwards. But I also liked that um, 
It was sort of like this guy that, you know, the, what do they call those people? Gold prospectors. Prospector, the prospector, you know, (laughs) (laughs) this gold digger was there. Uh, No, so the prospector. I mean, that is what he is. Yeah, a literal gold digger. He is. Yes, old coot. I love that too. Definitely that. But (laughs) I like his friend Mr. Pocket. Yeah, right. I liked though that he went and he was sort of reverent to nature and as much as he could be. So like. You know, he there was a point where he was going to take eggs, but then the owl was watching him. So he's like, I guess I can't do this and just takes yeah. one instead of all of them. Um, and, you know, after he's done like digging up things, uh, he does like put the dirt back and sort of try to leave the area how he found it. Yeah. Um, and I do like that despite being shot in the back, he <laughs> manages to you know, to survive <laughs> and get his like revenge against this sort of bastardly guy. Yeah, I mean, um, the ability to be shot like that and to just lay perfectly still for minutes, oh, yeah. like while this guy is assessing whether or not he's dead, he smokes a cigarette, and then mm-hmm. he finally is like, yeah, this guy's for sure dead. He hasn't moved in several minutes, and he goes down in there, and then like he flips over and attacks him. Like, how much pain you must be in to have been mm-hmm. shot Seriously. and just yeah. to lay there without moving and hardly breathing, not gasping at all, you know, Yeah, is impressive maybe maybe part of the craziness helped him the yeah, maybe maybe he just passed out for a little bit maybe he could have done that as well <clears throat> but you know and then at the end he does leave it how he found it essentially minus the sticks mm-hmm. in the ground and yeah i don't know it's kind of nice yeah mm-hmm. there's definitely like the theme of morality in that one would be um like that he he the guy shoots him in the back after this old man does all this work to find the gold this other younger man comes up and right. shoots him in the back to steal yeah. it all you know and, and like the the characters have like interesting codes of honor like Buster Scruggs he's his, he he seems to have some kind of weird code of honor mm. and it's yeah. like he says you know I never shoot someone in the back and he like follows the house's rules about like putting his guns away yeah and like like codes of honor this is like a running theme through a lot of the cone brothers' movies mm. like no country for old men it's got like a character with a code of honor and all the movies are kind of like older as well when people actually had codes of honor and were right. honorable people for right. the most part <laughs> not anymore <laughs> those days are past <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, not all the movies take place in the past no? not all of their movies no. okay yeah, yeah. But... I feel like that's like back in like this time period when these stories would have taken place, like the idea of honor was something I don't even think that we can fully comprehend anymore. It just like goes beyond it was like the most important thing to them to everyone is to be like to to be honorable kind of thing and to live by whatever your specific codes of honor are. Um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't yep. think I communicated what I'm thinking <laughs> quite clearly. But... Yeah, fair. Um, let's talk about uh, the girl who got rattled. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you guys? How do you feel about the way that that went? Are you content with how it? How? What's the word? I mean, out? I was sad. I wish mm-hmm. that it hadn't happened that way, but I kind of anticipated that huh. one or both of them would die kind mm-hmm. of thing so i wasn't surprised yeah. then when she ends up dead but mm-hmm. yeah I, I think i thought it would have a happier ending honestly oh, <laughs> yeah i was like yeah. i 
initially thought that she had just been shot by like a rogue bullet you know and then like when it hits you that she took her own life because he had told her that she had to if things went bad and she saw him get hit by the indian or the native american there yeah. and like then actually shot herself because she thought that he, he told her to you know if, if they shoot me if they kill me shoot yourself because mm -hmm. it'll be much worse for you if you don't kind of thing so like that was like sad it was yeah. all that fucking dog's fault too. Mm -hmm. She hadn't just ran off on her own to get that dog. <laughs> she and would it, have been fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that it turns out that he actually did get away, and the guy didn't just kill yes, her. That's what I thought too. That he yeah. just lied to her to be like, oh, yeah. you know, shot a couple extra bullets to make her think, you know, that he was telling the truth and hadn't actually killed the dog. Hmm. But but instead, you know, he left him, let him live, and then killed his potential future wife. Yeah, uh, that it's just it's just sad. <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought maybe something was going to happen where like the older guy really would want the younger guy to continue on because it must be lucrative for them to be sort right. of protecting the trail and stuff. So I thought maybe he was going to do something to like get her killed or kill her. Mm, um, and then it just turns yeah. out that he was actually trying to help her to save she, her. Yeah, but she preemptively, you know, ended it all. And then, like, do you think that uh, William will believe that, that that he was actually trying to save her life, you know? I think if he takes him up there. Yeah. That's yeah. Because there's, like, you know, a slew of Native Americans on the ground. Yeah. yeah. I guess he could just tell William that she was shot by a rogue bullet and just push the gun out of the way so he doesn't know that she mm. took her own life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just think it would have been so hard for him to tell... Uh, for the old man to tell uh, William like oh, what yeah. what happened. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think at the end, if you read like the part of the short story bit before they turn the mm -hmm. page, it was it said something kind of like, you know, he w had to walk twenty minutes, and when he finally got back, he tried to like muster the courage to figure out what he's going to say to to William about it. Mm -hmm. So I think I like, like they really showed that in sometimes the text of the stuff, but not yeah. the actual scenes. I feel like maybe, like, he could just not say anything. Just, like, say he was at the end of the trail the whole time. He has no idea where she went, you know? No, and... I, I don't think he would do that. <laughs> I don't know. That would be the easier option. I, I, I think, like, you don't really see, like, uh, the old man, like, what he's like until he goes to find her. That's true. He doesn't really say anything. And he, he behaves point. pretty, like, well, you know? Honorably. Yeah, yeah honorably. honorably. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't understand why as soon as they saw the like one Native American who was like looking over the hill, why didn't he just pull her on that horse mm -hmm. and just run like a run for it? He got down there. They both got down there. I know there was holes in the ground, but like yeah. but the, the, the attacking party was going to have to deal with those holes as well. Like they had a really big head start if they could have gotten back to the caravan, there would have been a lot of other people to help them, you know, protect them kind of thing. I, I think he knows what he's doing. I don't know. Like that seemed like a poor. <laughs> How judgment many times have you part. lived in the old west? <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Well, my point is, they both got down there. Like she probably has a lot less experience riding a horse than he does, and she managed to get her horse down there. So it must be there's not that many holes. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe he just didn't want to draw all of them to the to the wagon party. But, but they said like something at the beginning of that story that like a group oh, of Native attack, Americans yeah. wouldn't attack a wagon party because it's just too risky for them. There's too many people with guns, you know, yeah. that 
they wouldn't be able to take them out anyways so that's true like if they could have gotten back within sight of the caravan which doesn't seem like it was that far away they probably could have rode back there in a few minutes you know true and take both horses in case one of them gets its ankle broke you can just continue on with the other one or something but i don't know i disagree with his judgment there yeah (laughs) i also found it highly unbelievable that they would just bury the brother without checking his pockets first like because that was like a big issue which kind of led to the proposal to begin with. But like, do we really believe he had the money on him anyways? (laughs) I mean, probably not, but (laughs) like, it seems like this, he was kind of not a good businessman. He was banking banking on that guy falling for his sister and giving him money. Yeah. I'm paying with that once he got there kind of thing. It's more like that. I definitely did not think that that was where that story was going to go from the beginning of it like the most awkward dinner party ever (laughs) go into this whole scenario was like a big turn yeah i guess we found out that the cough was not just a nervous cough in fact it was cholera it was like tuberculosis or something (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah i also didn't i i thought at first like just the way that she was acting and stuff that it was somehow going to turn into like she becomes like a wild west gunner or something and she sort of like comes into her own but instead, she but not so much. continues to be meek and stuff. All right. Um, so let's talk our least favorite of the stories then. And see. <laughs> oh, no, why? <laughs> I, I think my least favorite is probably Meal Ticket. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hmm. See, I was actually leaning towards picking that one as well. Just because it's so sad and it was kind of boring to watch. Oh my god. <laughs> it drove like it just felt droning for sure. I know. The longest it, like, 15 went minutes on, of my life. It oh. went on so much longer than it needed to. Really? I I, I, I quite like meal ticket. Yeah. It, it was yeah. Defend it. Was... <laughs> 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 okay, so I think it was intentional that it went on as long as it did to kind of show how much this caretaker had to deal with you know this this armless legless man who may or may not be this man's son like i kind of got the impression in a few of the scenes that perhaps it was his own son that this that you know and it was like a father-son duo Mm -hmm. but like i think the length of it is just to show like the repetitiveness of his life and how they're not really making enough money and this guy is just like a burden on him but yeah like, like there was no reason for him to kill him he I could mean, have just left him in a town to be like a beggar <laughs> yeah 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 i'm not sure why he yeah th- th- you're right yeah but, but yeah, just to toss him off a frozen bridge it's... right and like to test it literally test the waters by throwing a rock first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where the guy could see him doing it and is like gonna know what's gonna happen yeah and like there's no not necessarily that he would die immediately he might float down the river for days no no i think he like would tie him down with a rock mm. oh. that's the sense i got worse huh it's even worse no that makes it quicker <laughs> well. maybe that is why he decides to kill him instead of just leaving him somewhere to be a beggar because he feels like it's just better for him to be dead than to live out you know to try and live out a life without any oh. arms or legs and no one to care for him one really cynical interpretation is that he doesn't want any more competition 
he, don't, he doesn't want that guy to compete with him. Well, and it's <laughs> and just it's stupid chicken. It's so sad that like the the juxtaposition of like this armless, legless man doing these really good performances yeah. is being like the a chicken is literally making more money than right. him. You know, <laughs> like that's that's where people are willing to to spend the money on is is a chicken. But I feel like and... that's I feel like that's imitated in like today too. Like people well, yeah. would rather spend hours on YouTube watching like funny cat videos than, you know, <laughs> yeah. world renowned performances and stuff. <laughs> but that is true. I guess that was yeah. the 1800s version of a YouTube cat video. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> a mathematician chicken. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, just sad. Just bad. Like. I mean, the, the gal who got rattled was, like, interesting, too, but I don't feel like Meal Ticket had that aspect to it so much, or it wasn't super interesting, the way the yeah. gal who got rattled was. Do you disagree? No, I, I, I thought it was pretty good. All right, well, which one was your least favorite? I think it might be uh, Near Algonos. Mm. Like, it was the shortest, I think. <laughs> I, I just didn't quite get it. Like, I didn't yeah. understand, like, the significance of it. Like... One one interesting thing is that I actually saw this movie like um I saw the first two and a half stories and then me and Ma- Madison went back and started watching it from the beginning mm-hmm. and the first time I was watching it I watched it with subtitles and uh, when um the James Franco character is like uh he's uh on his horse and hanging from the tree uh the uh, uh Native American chief who like kind of sc- shouts at him is actually the same guy who was in the bank. They're like, like the subtitle said, you know, banker, banker screams, uh, screams at him. See, but I feel wow. like that's just the subtitles being wrong. That can't be. I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I think that's, I, I'll like, I'm almost interested in like reading the book now. It's well, you can see, I, I, he told me this when we were watching it too. And I just feel like there's so many characters in this, movie that yeah. the subtitles just got mixed up there you know and put banker instead of chief or something yeah because i feel like he i don't know i mean we get the sense that the ba- banker is like obviously crazed right and, but i don't yeah I, and i feel like they would have made it visually obvious where you wouldn't just have to have the subtitles on right. to catch that I, I agree. Banker. like yeah. he'd have you like know? a pot or on him or something a pan something yeah, right. yeah something yeah. where you would know it was the same person <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. but but maybe it did, and maybe he just didn't catch up to. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's secretly a Native American who also runs a bank. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, he was certainly crazy. And it, it did give us a great moment of him running out with pots and pans on him, and like you know, <laughs> pan shot. And the implication that like a thin metal pan could somehow reflect okay, those were bullet. cast iron pans. Yeah. Okay, they were not cast iron. Yes, yeah. maybe they were. <laughs> we have had... cast iron in our kitchen. Did it look like those pans? I think so. They were steel, a copper. Pans. <laughs> <laughs> they were not cast iron. Ceramic at best. Um... <laughs> Ceramic. All of it just shatter it. <laughs> but it was funny to see that. But um, I don't know. I guess like the moral of this story is like don't trust people because <laughs> yeah, maybe you know he tr- at the like he then is saved. Well, kind of saved sort by of. that that cattle driver well, or whatever. he gets hung but then the cattle driver is able to shoot him down before he dies yeah, and he's like stop moving <laughs> yeah <laughs> only to but find like, out that he the cattle driver actually just stole a bunch of cattle but also like why didn't 
the when the guy the cattle driver turns around and starts beelining in the opposite direction why didn't he also do that like clearly this guy is running from something (laughs) run with them you're also a wanted man right (laughs) get the hell out of there so i did i did appreciate when he was standing up ready to be hung for the second time and the guy next to him is like freaking out and he just looks at him he's like first time (laughs) I thought at first when he saw that girl in the crowd that somehow she was going to like do the very dramatic movie thing and be like, wait, don't hang him. Save him. Somehow stop it, you know, but no. Be all like <laughs> Jack Sparrow on him and yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean reference people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> so that leaves us with... The last one. The moral remains. Mortal. mortal. The mortal remains. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I think this is definitely the most interesting out of yeah. all of them. It definitely doesn't fit the feel of the other five. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, are we meant to assume that they were being truthful and that the two men were soul reapers who had, mm-hmm. you know, taken those three people's lives and were delivering them to, I don't know, limbo Hell. or I, I, I think so. I mean, otherwise, it's like... Like it, 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 I, it would be. I think it would be more unusual if, like, they weren't actually dead, yeah, and that it was just like a normal trip. Like, there's too many, <laughs> too many um symbolic things, like yeah. the creepy fog. Okay, right. the, yeah. explain the creepy fog. Well, we get fog here a lot. No, no, but it's 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 not creepy though. <laughs> the fog in that town was creepy. Okay, there was creepy fog. There was a coachman, coachman who would not stop no matter True, what. Yeah. And there's two people on board who claim to be bounty hunters and who would... And, and reapers. And reapers. Yeah. And, and like when they got to that hotel... They have a dead body with them, though. They reaped. When they got to the hotel, there was like a <laughs> like a goat's head statue over like one of the doors. It's and true. an angel on the other side. Yeah, Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's like the limbo area where your fate is decided upon. Right, and like one of the singers are like... Uh, he, he has like a devil he, he's probably the devil he looks like the devil you know with like his um van dyke the, the one of the bounty hunters you yeah. mean yeah. yeah there's like a bounty hunter singer well they both sing oh but... yeah like one is i don't know the devil yeah. <laughs> one is an irishman yeah. <laughs> go hand in hand <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people are like ferrets yeah <laughs> says the trapper I mean, it was interesting because I did like, you know, listening to how each of them were trying to divide the world. Right. Minus the trapper who said that we're all the same. We're but, all the same. Uh, People are like ferrets. And then I definitely like, thought the woman was going to be like super racist when she was like, there are two types of people. Oh, me <laughs> like, too. And then, oh she's just like, and then she's just super religious. <laughs> it's like, ah. And oh, the Frenchman was the other guy. Yeah. Who... So, so like, I, I think like the the most like the most actually morally upstanding character was the trapper, which makes me think that they're not necessarily going to hell. Mm. It is like a limbo place where their fate will be decided upon. Uh, Yeah. After they arrive. Yeah. So the name of it is the mortal remains. Who's the mortal? I think it's like the, the remains. What what does the mortal remains mean? But it's like, (laughs) like the, I'm not sure what that phrase means, but it, it, it's not like it could be one interpreted mortal. a couple of different ways, like your actual physical remains of your dead body, Mr. Thorpe, or maybe. like the idea I, I, that I one person is left behind. I think the mortal remains is an expression. What does it mean? 
let's look it up on the computer. Dead body or person. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's not an expression. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I well, I mean, it's like body. a phrase. No, Somebody's it's just mortal the way of it? describing a dead body, which is what I already said, so I guess one of it, the ways we could interpret that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess in that case, it would just be most literally Mr. Thorpe. Yes, <laughs> the dead body the that's dead body, yeah. on top of the carriage. But, or is like, are the two bounty hunters like supposed to be mortals who are alive and can go back into the world to collect more people oh, and bring snap. them down? Oh. I don't know. I guess if that were the case, then maybe they're just murderers and they've taken them to a real hotel <laughs> and they maybe. plan to just kill them. <laughs> <laughs> they're acting like they're bounty hunters or soul reapers, but they're actually just serial killers. <laughs> singing serial killers. Okay, singing, well, I mean, they were singing pretty creepily, so. The Irishman, he he acted in this other movie called uh, In Bruges. I think I shouted it oh, out yeah. in our other podcast. Yes. In Bruges, and uh, oh, that's a really good movie too. That's like it that's kind of similar to it's this. Not movie. a Netflix original, though. Isn't it though? It's not. It's on Netflix, but it's not <laughs> a Netflix original. Pretty sure it was made before Netflix existed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but it does have the kind of the same feeling as. Oh yeah, you watched it with me. I did. Yeah, 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 and I didn't really care for it that much, well, but you, you liked it a lot. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> but yeah, so an interesting conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the to the full movie, the mortal remains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think as a last thing that I would say is that I almost would have preferred this to to have been like a short series, where the because oh, mm-hmm. it's basically that's. I mean, it kind of was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to market it as like a cohesive sort of film for me just doesn't really work unless they had. Uh, introduced elements that did cross over sometimes, even if it were like a background thing, that I think you, would have tied it to me, tied it together for me. You know what would have made it better? I just thought of it. Is if that? in the mortal remains, if the people that the bounty hunters had been with had been the people who had died in the previous oh, episodes. Damn. Yeah. So like Buster Shrugs and whatever the guy's name is in the second one, and the armless and legless man and Alice, like yeah. if all of them had been on the coach. Oh, that would have been neat. That yeah. would have been a cool way to end it instead of just with four randos. Yeah. Three randos. Five what, randos. Yeah, because that's what I was really looking for is some cohesion, you know? Yeah. Minus but the it fact that it's all that. the old Midwest. Or not Midwest. Yeah. The <laughs> old West. <laughs> the old West. <laughs> but. Yeah. But it doesn't really have that. Yeah, it doesn't really satisfy. And it the last one doesn't really end no. Um, with any sort of like where you know for sure what the, it means. Yeah, so you it's know? a Netflix original. Yeah, Not I guess true. in that way, <laughs> that is true. It does kind of just stop instead of ending the way true. that some of their movies tend to do. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> in true Netflix original fashion. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So we know that uh, Subi would recommend this film because he did. Yes. Mm-hmm. He um, did. without having seen the full thing, would you yes. still recommend this film now that you've seen oh, the yeah. full? Yeah. yeah, definitely. I, I really liked it. And I, I think I'll, pro- I'll probably watch it again a few times. Yeah. Because it, it seems like it, it would uh, benefit from rewatching, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
I think I would recommend it as well. Um, I'm not as huge a fan of it as Subi is, but I think that it definitely is worth watching. I, it, some of them kind of drag down a little bit, like Meal Ticket, but um, yeah. for the most part, I was engaged and interested in what happened. I think Meal Ticket was just the only one. It was like right in the middle, and it seemed to go on for too long, so it just was like... How am I only ha- not even halfway over yet by the time I got done with that one kind of thing? That's, I think, exactly <laughs> when I messaged you. Um. <laughs> but, but the rest of it I was interested in. And I think that, yeah, I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in itself it, it is interesting. As I say, I would have preferred it to have been just like a limited series that was had like six episodes instead of just one full thing. Yeah. I... I suppose I would recommend it to someone who's interested in like old Western movies and they might mm. find that sort of connection. But on like a day to day basis, I probably wouldn't recommend it to anyone. That's fair. Yeah. I would recommend it to Subi. Me too, actually. Well, then that was the, ba- the ballad of Buster Scruggs. It was. And our first ever guest star. Yes. Yep. Thank you for joining yeah. us again. Yes. Thank yeah. you for being here. Hey, maybe I'll show up again in your sometime. own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, if you have made it this far and you th- have thought of a good suggestion for something that you would like us to watch in the future, please do feel free to reach out and let us know. You can do so on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. So we'll be back next week with a yet-to-be-determined film or series. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. As we are. As we always are. But (laughs) until then, (laughs) goodbye. Bye. Bye.